Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, the place where we discuss the hot villains of any gender from any genre. These include crime, drama, action, adventure, romance, and good old horror. We're your hosts, Eric Blake, Markella Dykfus, and Natasha Baptiste. I was we, wondering why we have a guest. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Hang on. And special guest. <laughs> okay, fine. Insert Fuck drum it. roll. Never oh. mind. We'll just move on to the guest. My friend Kaylin here. Kaylin, what's your full name? Hello, uh, Kaylin Knowles. Kaylin Knowles. Like Beyonce. Do you Ooh. have any like? I'm Kaylin Knowles from this, or I do this. Like, what's your? Do you have a? Uh, you can check out my podcast the issue at hand where we talk about comic books why didn't you ever tell me that you had a podcast i I think didn't i no (laughs) i've never heard this you can also check out my other podcast (laughs) talk and chat which is an improv variety show do you all right do you have two podcasts you can also check out another podcast <laughs> that I'm a frequent guest on called Spoiled Again. So, so she asked you if you were on a podcast. You instinctively buried the lead. Actually, actually, no. About 20 minutes ago, I said, Kaylin, have you ever been on a podcast before? And you were like, oh, okay, you know, a couple. <laughs> you literally said that, and then you dropped it. And I was, like, explaining to you, like, here's what we do here, baby boy. Well, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different setup than what I'm used to <laughs> i'm used to like a studio where and professionalism has a and all I this i totally thought he was joking about the other two but no those are <laughs> yeah that's okay. a real podcast yeah okay <laughs> I thought you were just like and there's this one it was a good so, good bit but it was it too was. realistic it, it had to be true <laughs> so we're in the we're recording the podcast now oh okay. yeah okay. yeah yeah it's um, happening. okay it's premium banter time cool. oh this is perfect you have a comic book cut <laughs> Pod- podcast. You have a comic a book podcast. Podcast. Did you say comic? Comic book. Comic book podcast. Pod- you gotta work hard to get it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love comic books. <laughs> Kaylin, why didn't you tell me? This is so. I feel embarrassed. No, I. You know, I. You know, I don't want to brag. You have us at a disadvantage, sir. No, this is a wonderful setup. Are you recorded in a lovely apartment? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I have another question. Then how okay. come you were always so bashful when I was like, hey, you should come on the podcast and talk about this villain that you really like, or this villain, or this? Because I'm bashful. He's already got so much podcast time penciled yeah. in. Other podcasts make me afraid. <laughs> okay. I think this is going to be great. But this is, to my knowledge... I'm the only person within our, so our studio is called Long Ball Studio. Don't ask why. Go on. Uh, <laughs> but to my knowledge, this is the only out of network podcast that anyone has been on. So I'm honored oh. to be on this podcast. Um, I've been trying really hard to like figure out if there is a network in the Seattle area. They There's always booths. Pacific at, Northwest stories. At the comic 
Comic Con. PNW uh, stories is in. <laughs> oh yeah, he was telling me about that. How, oh, have you tried to get us to be a part of that or anything? They this do. Is uh, your podcast they too. do a storytelling <laughs> podcast. They do like their own little thing. But they have their own network, though. Oh, I That's see what, what you, you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, they're not like a distribution network. Okay. Well, I guess we can talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> we are covering the Riddler, the Riddler from Batman Forever specifically. Yes. There's a lot of other really great Riddlers out there. It was that uh, Frank Gorshin and uh, Corey Michael Smith are uh, pretty great um, physical like people actors that do his character. Who is Corey Michael Smith? He is uh, the Riddler right now on the Gotham TV uh, show. Okay. Oh, which I think about. I, like I think about eight episodes back, I was making fun of that show because I had never seen it, and I said that I would never watch it. And then she did. And I've seen every episode. <laughs> also, um, Brett Spiner does his voice on the Justice League action cartoon. Yeah, well, there's a lot of awesome actors that do his voice for like. Cartoons and video games and stuff like that. That's true. But I can't really, even though I love Brent Spiner. It's also because doing that voice, he sounds a lot like James Woods, who does the <laughs> voice of Lex Luthor in that show. Oh. And <laughs> in the show, the Riddler is bald. So it was like, for the first half of the episode, I was like, why does nobody think that this is the Lex Luthor? <laughs> I like that. I kind of want to check that out. Yeah. The last thing I saw Spiner in was... Resurgence? The, um, no, it was a uh, Patrick Stewart show. Oh, Blunt Talk? Blunt Talk. He plays this kind of mischievous pianist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's I'm really great. I'm that. It's okay. so great because like, you, hear, you hear him off camera and then the first shot with him is him at the piano with Patrick Stewart in the background, just like on the Star Trek bridge. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so amazing. I'm just dreading the day that someone convinces us to cover like a cartoon villain or an anime villain. Oh, and then we have to go into the awkwardness of like talking sexually about it's something that's not real. <laughs> oh, but that's a big market. I know it's a big yeah. market, but mm-hmm. I am afraid. That's the real reason I to spend an hour before. talking about <laughs> that big market. I'm only attracted to animated villains. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sasuke. <laughs> so that's a Sephiroth. That's a good question to ask you, since that's your expertise. What's the sexiest Riddler in comics or animation, or actually in comic and then animation? If you had a top pick in each, there's a storyline where he like. Doesn't necessarily turn good, but he's like, I'm going to be a better detective than Batman. So he like opens Ooh. his own detective agency. That's totally that's my thing. I love yeah. it when villains are like, I'm kind of nice. Yeah, I like when people compete with Batman. That always makes yeah. a good Batman comic. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, I think Jim Carrey really takes the cake here. Did anybody else like fall into like a nostalgia pit after watching this? Oh, so hard. Absolutely. Yeah. So hard. In one of the scenes with... Uh, when Eddie's walking home that first time, they play this Flaming Lips song. I remember being a kid, first off. I hate that song. I thought it was a Weird Al <laughs> song, though, when I was a kid. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, my college listening career, I was like, oh, that's a Flaming Lips song. So I, when I heard it and realized it was a Flaming Lips song, I still kind of liked it. I like it the most in that scene, though. <laughs> if you watch their music video, the Flaming Lips music video, it kind of, in your mind's eye, seems like a Weird Al Yankovic music video. Like, you can picture his face in that guy's hair they have a in good the video. Time. <laughs> they have a good time. Uh, well, Who, How old was everybody when this 
came out. I was like, nine, oh. going on ten, I believe. Let's see, this was yeah. ninety-five. Yeah. So I oh, was ten. Was so I was eight. Yeah. And the, the year before, nineteen ninety-four, Jim Carrey had released Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. In the same year. In the same year. Holy shit! So That's that was like. like Prime. That's why I kept mixing up the two. <laughs> yeah. The mask and the... yeah. Very green. As a yeah. child, it's it like, was <laughs> our cup runneth over with yeah. Jim Carrey. I kept picturing him in the mask, but as the Riddler. And I was like, no. Oh. When I was um, researching all of this, all I kept hearing was he. this was Jim Carrey at the height of his career. But I wasn't assuming that everything kind of happened in like a two-year span, yeah, like movie-wise. Pretty crazy. And then he went more serious, but that was just dark. Yeah. <laughs> like eternal, like twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? Is something effect where he broke up with that girl and then he was just like in a spiral. Eternal sunshine. There you go. But then yeah. even like the Truman Show and oh um, god, the Truman Show was fucking depressing. Wow, that was too. so good. And yeah. the other serious one, the they just made the documentary about it. Oh, Man on the Moon. Man on the mm. Moon. It was yeah. really serious too. When you're that bombastic and stuff you really you probably really crave making an entire movie like going through all that process and not doing that yeah but i was listening to um i always listen to a bunch of movie podcasts about the same movie to not to steal any information (laughs) duh i think about all that on my own or i don't say it say it at all but um just to kind of get really get myself in the mood to like constantly like be in the mindset of the film and we hate movies, which is my one of my favorite podcasts. They called Batman Forever Joel Schumacher's Joel, Joel Schumacher makes Jim Carrey's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that. he steals I, the show. Well, yeah. I feel like the before doing research for this, when I think of Batman Forever, I just think of the Riddler's lair at the end with all the neon green and black lighting mm-hmm. and him just kind of being very animated with his body, I think, and the, and the staff. I can't even imagine being on set for that, where they're like, all right, we're going to bite David Bowie's style. And then Jim... <laughs> <laughs> holding him back by like a rubber band. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they just let Jim carry Dude, loose. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, just, I, I was wondering it. that, is, was there a script? Or was it just like, here's like a general line of dialogue and Jim Carrey, you just do whatever you want. I saw an interview on YouTube with Jim Carrey and he said that they had the lines and they would do like a take or whatever, however many with the lines. And then they would let Jim Carrey just like go off on like a couple of takes. Okay. And they would go back and forth between do your thing, do what's on the page. So that's how they worked with him. I don't know about anybody else in the film. I'm pretty sure. No, played Two Face. Like his wait. character was pretty exaggerated. Too. Yeah, so Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones or yeah. Nicole Kidman, if they were uh, just like, okay, now Nicole you do your thing, Kidman. Nicole. That's your interpretation. <laughs> oh yeah. man, <sighs> they could have cut her out of the movie entirely. Like yeah. I like her, but good God, the whole story for her flirty thing, and I was like, you have been leading him on the entire movie. And now you're like, I met someone else. I was like, bitch, what is happening? Twice. She says it twice. <laughs> oh my God. To the same it was the guy. most annoying thing I on also the planet. Like, the only thing that was in her room was a sexy bed. That's it. And, a, and sexy curtains and her sexy nightie. And that was it. That's all that was in her bedroom. Well, in her office, all there was was this tiny desk and like a punching bag. And you're like, what is Aesthetics. this? <laughs> 
Malaysian dream doll. <laughs> oh my oh, god, right. and that. I that's meant... the only other thing I happen to have. I meant to look that up and see if you could buy that Malaysian dream doll. That would be the Somebody best. Somebody yeah. print so this. Great. Yeah. You could put Somebody it next to your it. um uh, lament configuration box from Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Nicole Kidman, man, what a what a performance. Oh. I, I watched the movie with my husband and when she grabs onto his boobs and goes, ah, I did the same thing to, to, to Alan and he, he squirmed away from me and he's like, that's gross. And right as she does it, she's like, well, but then I transitioned from leather to rubber. It's just like, rubber. with those bees, Nicole did. But she, it's like she has three scenes that are all awful yeah and then like at the end it's just like oh man there's like zero passion between her and bruce wayne the real enemy of this movie is Is bruce wayne's issues and their love story yeah i'm just laying down my thesis right now well i was just hearing the the love story i don't want to get into it right now it's two-face it's two-face and the riddler because they enjoy each other so much more Mm -hmm. you see their relationship develop and i feel like the biggest we should be talking we could we should be introducing the riddler right now but there's so many issues with the story in this ah! film are you ready to pick him up yeah <laughs> we also have to take doggy breaks <laughs> um but there's so many problems with the story in this movie because no scene continues the storyline it's just scenes that happen and nothing comes out of them except for the circus scene and that's yeah. when literally everything happens to every character. That's right. what sets Bruce off. That's what sets um, Robin off, like Dick Grayson, obviously. That's what sets the Riddler off. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit and sure. get to Edward Nigma and the Riddler. This is, I think, one of the only villains we've had where there's kind of like two of him. Yeah. There's Edward and there's the Riddler. So mm-hmm. we usually will talk about his appearance. So I guess linearly is that a good linearly chronologically linear my my (laughs) in a linear fashion my google maps on the way over here told me to take a right on aloha road aloha aloha oh Oh. aloha (laughs) so (laughs) um edward nigma his haircut i only don't like it because it's too wispy for me like a 70s, I don't care about the state of my hair. It's a gross mess waiting to become fabulous. It's interesting that they didn't make it greasy gross, though. They made it like a too dry bad. Well, he's a ginger. Yeah, so it's like a very dark brown orange, because it's definitely not just brown. And he has these kind of cool, I liked his glasses, I don't know. I don't know how those glasses read in 1995. I'm sure it was like the epitome of like dorky, but he's supposed to be... In the first scene, he's supposed to be like a mouth breather and he's supposed to be maybe on the spectrum or something, but he's absolutely like, you know, there's something wrong, but in a bad way because he gets um, angry really fast. My first note on Edward is when he chants, I am a winner. I am a winner. Because it's just like, (laughs) oh man, this whole, the first scene with him, Bruce Wayne walks in and then we learn of his unhealthy obsession with Bruce Wayne and it's Mm -hmm. so So unhealthy. (laughs) I, I... Could also see that being read as just he's like 
hard crushing on Bruce Wayne. It is. And yeah. really wants So to halfway him. through the movie, I realized, I was like, oh. Yeah. He's like jilted and all this stuff we'll get right? to. Oh. oh, yeah. So I would have been hesitant to have that interpretation based on the actual movie, except for I did kind of pick up on that. And that's mostly what I've read. And so I'm very comfortable saying, I think it's supposed to be like a crush. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm watching the movie and he gets really upset with him and then he wants to kill him and stuff, at first I was like, no, that doesn't really happen. But then there's people that I thought that I was in love with and now it's been like 10 years and I still hate them. And if they talk to me, I would be so mean to them. And that's basically what this movie is. And so that's totally a thing. Yeah. Can I ask one thing about, so the nostalgia of the scene, like I remember being young and I thought he was very impressed with Bruce Wayne and into like the fact that he had money. And I was just like, oh, kind of like a skis bag. But because this time through, I was like, oh, he's kind of into Bruce Wayne. I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. Like, (laughs) did anybody... Did anybody have that kind of opinion back in the day? Um, well, I, this is the first time I picked up on that. Yeah. yeah. So I've never, I always just... Because I figured he was just poor and was like, money. Yeah, no, exactly. I thought it was like, I'm a really good worker. I thought it was all like work-based. Like, he doesn't like my work. He's my boss. I hate him. But that hand-holding. No. Yeah. There were signs I didn't get as well. Well, and so the, yeah. the only other bit of information verbally that we get is that he tells him that he kept his hiring slip because Bruce's name was signed on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> And that's, like, straight out of... That's just... Uh, straight. Well, straight out of... Straight out of, straight out of, straight out of like, Emma. It's like, oh, I, I kept the painting that you painted. It's like, oh, no. No, honey. Um, the word I was looking for earlier was unstable. I feel like he's obviously unstable, and I think that reads really well and so oh, yeah. as bad of a, of, of a movie this is there are things that do come through right away that are meant to be like he is very unstable it is kind of scary when you meet him just as edward nigma he makes you feel very uneasy and uncomfortable mm-hmm. especially when he goes home and you like see his home <laughs> his micro yeah. apartment yeah so yeah question for you oh, fuck. i have never read a comic that had well, I have some suggestions. Well, that that had a ri- <laughs> such a long pause. I've never read a comic with a Riddler origin story, and have oh, okay. there been any anything that like even touched this? Uh, not that is immediately springing to mind. But I also haven't read that much Batman. I like admittedly. The, that's fair enough. The Gotham television series origin story is pretty. I haven't seen that yet, so I yeah. What's I can't the comment. origin story? Um. He's a really, really nice, sweet, um, genuine guy who is very awkward. And he spends like the entire first season like that. But he has like a split personality that when he gets basically everybody shits on him and his crush shits on him and he gets treated so poorly that something bad happens and he, he kind of lets his other self kind of take over gradually oh it's so good that show's really bad now but i would say the first two seasons are pretty violent and intense sometimes Hmm. um and now it's gotten like really goofy but now i'm just i just keep watching it even though it's it's a bad show okay but yeah no comic book like wow factors no it's not as exciting quote unquote as exciting as the movie makes it actually i have a question about your comic podcast have you ever covered any batman stuff we have covered one batman comic and it was terrible Oh. <laughs> hey, which one was it? Uh, it's called Batman Fortunate Son, and he 
discovers punk music. And, <gasps> Ooh, that sounds terrible. And, uh, it's but then shouts, like then he's it. like, "Well, you know, it's really about the credence." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back to the Fogarty's. There was ghost of Elvis that he was talking to, or he I, was born Silver Spoon. I don't and. remember, but it was terrible. And we this were, is Batman. Yeah. And how old was he in this comic book? regular Batman age. Oh, this sounds so dumb. Yeah. That almost sounds like a bad movie dumb. Like, it, maybe yeah. I should read it because it sounds <laughs> it's, really bad. I mean, read some other good Batman comics before. I've read some <laughs> bad ones from the 50s. Oh, yeah. It was like Batman and Superman are friends, and they always run into adventures randomly together. I mean, that sounds to fight great bad to guys. me. It was so <laughs> stupid. No, there was a comic where the whole comic was... Um, Superman, not Clark Kent, promised to help Lois move into her new house, and he couldn't make it, so he had Batman and Robin do it, but Batman had to pretend he was Superman, and because he can't fly and do magical things, Robin was running around helping him with, like, gadgets, just so that Lois wouldn't find out that it wasn't Superman helping her move. Now, see, if Batman versus Superman had been Then my other favorite one was Batman and Superman are on what a cruise. What was he so busy doing? <laughs> I don't remember. Help her move. Doesn't sound like Fighting Lex Luthor. The world. There was another one where they're on a cruise ship together, Bruce and Clark Kent. And then there's bad guys on the cruise, so they go into their room and change into Batman and Superman and come back out of their cabin and fight the bad guys <laughs> oh so they're like best pros yeah. yeah they're my mom's comic books they're in her garage they're super friends uh, that's the return and of my why mom's did they garage make that whole movie about them killing each other that i heard was right. terrible it's rob but I did schneider not is that his name <laughs> that his name <laughs> wait rob schneider schneider that's not the guy from twisted sister oh man no. they're not related but wouldn't that be amazing it would be i want to live in a world <laughs> all right so let's bring us back to okay. ed's apartment ed's rocky horror picture show apartment i liked it it was cluttered that's not yeah. what a micro apartment should look like no you shouldn't just move your whole house into your micro right. living um, His workshop living space. There was also, because I, I was keeping track of all of his costume changes. So at work, he had like a white lab coat and With no hat. Green kind of ensemble, but yes. muted. And, but then when he went home, it was he had an all green outfit. With a green like beret. Jim Carrey looks weird with a with long hair, yeah. a beret, and glasses. Oh my God, <laughs> I feel bad. like I would sleep with him. If he wasn't at work and he wasn't acting that crazy and wasn't like having an issue at the moment, we'd so all sleep with like... Jim Carrey, okay? <laughs> Are we talking Edward Nigma or Edward Jim Nygma. Carrey? Edward Nigma. Okay. If he took me back to that place, right? It would be and known. he was wearing like a weird hat with that hair with the glasses. I think I would still <laughs> sleep with him. How about the creepy like Riddler in the corner that was like pointing to the question mark? No, I'd be fine. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, okay. that's totally fine. If it was like. Edward, we need a condom. And it would like went to question mark and be like, mm. well, if it got mm. if he was like scary weird, then then no. But he was scary. I mean that's his He was scary at work, but I feel like he was provoked. And then it's true he does do a lot it's this is also one of those villains that no matter what, you just have to like go shh quiet. <laughs> no matter what. Like um like Pennywise. Yeah, just like shh. It's one of those villains that's very verbal, like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it, it was... I thought that was really weird how in his apartment he had that 
Riddler, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Who was like a carnival. What was all that? Because he had like like, bobbleheads at work too. So they had to establish some style for him to bite so they could pretend they weren't biting David Bowie style. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This must have been a thing in Gotham City from something because my my Question Man. Well the next thing on my list is he his whole thing is he makes a 3D TV and he accidentally gets smarter, but his invention had to do with he wanted to make a 3D TV. Did you guys notice that half of the things coming out of his mouth is like pop culture stuff? And then when he goes to his apartment, he turns the TV on, he has his little like computer divine doll dress up game of himself when he's like figuring out his outfit. Oh, that's right. But everything is very like TV and movie based. Like that's kind of maybe all that he does. And so I'm wondering if... Because he wants to relate. Yeah, he wants to make some sort of connection. Was the cable guy a prequel to this? (laughs) (laughs) Same universe, and Same universe. So the next scene he's in, you're watching him watch TV. Yeah. You're watching TV with him. The circus live. Oh my God. (laughs) Just totally This is actually where I really was like, Eddie's the man. And like, this is where we're watching him go a little crazy before he even gets smart. So it's like, he's like, Full dag nasty well, at this point. Well, this happens after he kills someone, by the yes, way. Yes, I just remembered he already has yeah. gained one person's smarts right. and is like looking for a new lover. A which new, which is like, been jilted. He's, yeah. he's gaining these smarts. Suppose, which never like, actually really comes to fruition. Yeah, he, like, does, he doesn't like have any more genius plan than this. Didn't thing you hear the song? Yeah. He's feeding off his brain waves. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this movie, Two-Face and the Riddler are apparently sucking all of the knowledge out of everybody in Gotham, yet nowhere in this movie do they use any of their intelligence to do anything. Right. Nothing. No. They just want to kill Batman. Yeah. That's it. Um, okay, so, but before, doesn't He's he watching kill- He's the circus he, on TV. Doesn't he kill his boss before he goes to his apartment after a long, hard day of work? Doesn't he kill someone? Yeah. Yes. Because he yeah, was okay. terminated so, and he doesn't Oh, leave. yeah, it was I, a- and that is why you get escorted out by security. <laughs> I'm wondering situation. in every other Batman movie, which I guess is the first two Batmans plus Batman and Robin, aren't the villains made somehow? Like Poison Ivy gets whatever. Yeah, they're and usually like, the acid, it's like an accident. And yeah, like an accident yeah. happens. But with Edward, literally nothing happens except for right. The only thing I can think of is... He gets jilted. By a man that he adores. It's very damaging. Don't you understand? That was his vat of acid? It was so painful. Maybe, well, maybe. It was like a vat of acid. I've just come up Too with, many a questions. New, with a Too new many questions. theory. Okay. And, and my theory is... It's like he made himself. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me get it out. Uh, so he thinks he's getting more IQ, but it's just like melting his brain. So that's why, like, throughout the movie, is that why him and Two Face are getting Two Face just get crazier and crazier because oh. they think they're getting smarter. And at the that end, he is like melting maybe. his face around. Right. Yeah, and his or maybe it's yeah. just like a placebo effect, and he's gaining more confidence, and he's just getting more and more because everybody's so like chrono- right. chronologically. He just wanted to get this 3D TV out. He gets upset. He decides to what? Just get back at his immediate boss. puts it Puts the helmet on him. Quotes, gets smarter because his intelligence soaks into him. Then he throws him out a window and kills him. And he goes home and watches the circus. The only thing he did do with this extra intelligence was play with the security camera. 
because it made it look like the guy just like was oh, laughing. Yeah. That was good Photoshop. Out the window. Yeah, which but is I great. feel like he could do but... that if he could make a three D TV that makes you that sucks out. Okay, things. yeah, he could he could do that. But I, I, I feel like you're underselling it when you call it a three D TV. Okay, they just the thought that a like genius a could do anything the back then. Is this just the straw that broke the camel's back then? Because when they had this whole conversation and he got all pissy, all Bruce said was like, "Hey, it's kind of weird to play with other people's brainwaves. Right. Let's tinker with it a bit." Yeah, it's not like he was saying no. He he was like, actually, that sounds cool, except the brainwaves oh. thing. Can we tinker with it and figure something else yeah. out? I thought he sounded concerned and yeah. wasn't going to do it. I thought he was oh, saying no. Well, well but he was still, like, what you're saying is he wasn't like super rude about no, it. No, he wasn't super right. rude and he wasn't trying to blow him off. He was just like, actually, I don't want to play with people's brainwaves. And that's what makes, that's what sh- is showing Edward as so unstable is that someone said not entirely the right thing and he totally went over the edge yeah so yeah i just feel like it's weird that we got an origin story for the riddler yet no like huge accident happened it's just these things led up to him Mm. like he kind of not made himself the riddler but he did pick out his own outfit yeah (laughs) and he seemed of sound mind at the moment i feel Uh, like i remember it when i was a kid he like got electrocuted while wearing the helmet or something because i don't he does does he does okay he didn't expect i mean maybe that was it but but then it's weird that then he goes home and we listen to the flaming lips like it doesn't seem that (laughs) drastic because he's just like coming home to his little apartment right yeah clearly he's already got issues with this apartment like it is yeah, he had issues up and down. I would think if you worked in like the engineering department for a billionaire, you could afford better than a micro. Not in Gotham City. Ugh, <laughs> apparently not. The price is not there. in this economy. Bruce didn't even know his name. No. So, um, I guess right before again, right before the circus. Right before the circus, he does say Theathune with a lisp. And I was like I was like, that was the first point where I that's the first point where I was like, wait a minute. There are gay themes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just wait for it, guys, because like when we get to the halfway point, where like when I started googling, I was like, oh my god. Well, and so that's another thing too, and that's why I'm taking that horror film class that I'm doing every month because they, in that class, they talk a lot about like hidden themes and like interpretations of films, and I'm so bad at that, and I never notice, even when I'm told to. I literally watch the movie and I forget to look. But everyone's like, oh my gosh, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever are so gay. Uh, and I'm like, I don't see it. Like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, right. there's like naked man statues holding up all the buildings. And to me, I don't know. I just thought it was that. cool. Like, why? <laughs> Is that not from the comic books? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm saying it's my problem and I'm not saying it's not there. I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm broken. I just don't <laughs> see all of this homoerotic stuff that everybody else sees. Oh, I, I don't saw notice it once. It. Uh, Robin had his new suit, and I was like, "Oh." Well, they okay. show Batman's butt, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then, actually, the scene that did stand out to me was when Robin is doing his laundry, and they show a close-up oh, of yes. water hitting his feet. Okay. So this is part of a compilation <laughs> that I call I was like, trying oh, to make Robin good. cool. Yeah. So they start off with the motorcycle thing. Yes. But, he has but an before earring. that, so first off, you see him in the circus and he does a crazy trick. Now that's supposed to be cool, but honestly, really, it's the, let's skip ahead to the motorcycle thing. The first time they try to make Robin, all right, motorcycle offer. 
total overcool on Robin. And then... He likes... No, he likes motorcycles, too. And that's even cooler. Yeah. yeah. Not only does he ride a motorcycle, he thinks motorcycles are cool. Mm-hmm. And then and then yeah. we go ahead to O'Donnell does cool. Laundry hanging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a very weird there's forced scene. There's a lot of yeah. forced... Make Robin cool yeah. because they wanted us you know to buy the really action cool. figures, he and took we did. The Batmobile, oh. and it was like he took the Batmobile to pick up hookers and right. have sex with them. Is it already time for Neon Juggalos? <laughs> oh my God, the Neon Juggalos! Yeah. What? Oh, and then there's a rape scene, which is weird because this was meant for children. Like they literally, I mean, not a rape scene, an attempted oh, rape attempts, scene. Yeah. yeah. I apologize. I got Schumacher ahead of myself. Got something to say. But no, so they, Batman Forever, they handed it over to Joel Schumacher because they literally wanted this to be a children's film. Like, they were cutting out some stuff because they thought it was too dark and they they needed it to be for kids. And that's kind of why the jokes are a little bit sillier and everything like that and it's brighter and co- more colorful. But there's still the whole gangbang thing. They were just gonna paint her with more neon. I think. <laughs> yeah. No. She wasn't. Didn't have enough neon. No. I didn't know what was being implied. Like in Hook. <laughs> like they're just gonna cover her body with neon paint and then stand back and go, "One of us, one <laughs> of us," and she's gonna go, "Woo!" <laughs> I didn't want it, but now I do. <laughs> you know. Get me a cooler jacket. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with that scene. <laughs> Mainly the Riddler's not in it. Uh, oh man, he could have been so cool in that thing. Yeah. He needed more neon. Where was the neon Riddler? That did bring back something that I haven't seen in a movie for a long time, which is like a black light crook hideout. A black light. <laughs> uh, yeah, a black light, sure. <laughs> well, I, I went to a bar recently and there was like one where the guy was Ooh, checking your ID. I've been to a bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've drank in an alcohol. <laughs> All right. The other thing I noticed after the circus scene that Robin's supposed to be cool is he has a piercing. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, and a leather jacket. Yeah. I liked it. It looked. It made him look interesting because his haircut was kind of boring for me. The weird thing about Robin, though, was that he was supposed to be under eighteen. Yeah. But looked twenty three. Had barely parents that just died, but somehow knew about social services. I was all over the place with that character with one line. Hey, service services that's one of the cool things about right, him. He's okay? well-versed in government um, protocol. Not how social services works. They actually want to talk to you. You can't just leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it happens so quickly, like everything in this movie. There's not a lot in this film that takes care to develop, besides the Riddler, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, I guess the second most thing they try and cultivate is uh, Robin's Dick, cool. Dick Grayson becoming Robin. Isn't it like, I, okay, this movie basically jumps from scene to scene and then mm. they explain mm. what happened. Like so a like, 60s Batman movie, I right. realize. Yeah. So Robin's family dies. That's the circus. And then the next time you see Robin, isn't he <clears> at <throat> Wayne Manor and they're talking about how and now he has he's an here. Earring. Did he not have an earring at the circus? Did he get a piercing? Oh, no, he has it, but <laughs> it's the first time he takes his helmet off, and you're like, oh, an earring. I just pictured <laughs> the girl from um, uh, Nightmare on Street 3 going, now I'm bad. <laughs> like, he gets an earring because his family's dead. I'm, I'm more hard than I've ever been. I'm hard now. 
Um, Everybody's really hard in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we good on Robin for now? Oh, yes. So I feel like we're getting to literally the only important scene in the movie, which is the circus scene. Because if you've noticed, we have not talked about Two Face yet. Oh, Two Face. We don't need to talk Boy. about that first scene. I know. I love Two Face. That's I, why I said we uh, definitely have to talk about that first scene. Two Face. Because oh, that man. security guard. So the security that was guard. offensive. <laughs> first of all, okay. Batman walks past the safe. Minding his own business, going after Two Face. I said we didn't but have to talk about this. This security guard makes all this Here's noise, the thing. and when he gets in there, he goes, "It's a trap." <laughs> I was like, "What is wrong with you? My Why glasses, you anything. my hearing aid." I will say. So before the security guard, my first one of my notes is I just Adult realized. Babies is so a the first time that Val Kilmer runs across the screen in the Batman uniform, I made the note, this is a lot like the 60s Batman. And then me and the security guard, I was like, this is a really bad character. But I see what they're doing as yeah. far as 60s Batman. And as as bad as the rest of the movie is, and as has it has some humor that fails in the rest of the film, but I feel like nothing compares to that opening scene with the security guard. Like, that was... That was the gooberisty goob I've ever seen in oh a movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> he rescued a goober. <laughs> he did. I was like, you could have left him in the safe. You could have just kept running. Um, Ugh. Okay. It's a trap. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why didn't you uh, wiggle your ass out of there? You weren't tied to the safe. Do you oh, remember yeah. when on Rick and Morty when the dad turns into a worm? Oh yeah, because yeah. he's a pussy, and he sticks his butt in the air when someone starts yelling at him. <laughs> he turns around and just and he has that look on his face. That's the security guard. <laughs> For what they got. How from. did he get through security guard school with that how amount of he, backbone? Yeah, how did he get hired? This is him every day of the week. Great he, performance, though. Man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of my notes, are, like, past the Riddler point is, like, chewing the scenery isn't good enough of a word for what people are doing except for Val People, Kilmer. like, literally yeah. everyone in the And song. even yeah. that guy, even that it's, guy yeah, is, like, like, out of the, control. The minor character, like, uh, that security guard, and there's that reporter who keeps When I realized that that's questions. what Joel wanted, yeah, I was like, yes. just like, who, who, like, what was their acting direction how here? Did, you, um, <laughs> did Stan Lee direct this? I'm I don't know, Joel, how Joel Schumacher talks I'm jumping into, into the circus. I'm jumping into the circus. <laughs> all right, it's circus time. Two-Face. Oh. Okay, first of all, I have a huge crush on um, Tommy Lee Jones. Sure. I mean, Space Cowboys, is that the movie? They, Men in Black? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gruff old man. Oh, my God. In a suit. All the time. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> Two-Face, here's the thing. Okay, so we have Edward Nygma, he's watching TV, he's watching the circus. He gets totally amazed at like what's happening on screen, which is, I interpreted it as he's watching the Two-Face run amok, destroy everything, and he thinks that's so, like Edward, he thinks that's so cool that yeah. he's like calling out Batman and he's ca causing all this chaos. Can I add one thing? Yeah. That he has been jilted by Bruce Wayne and he's looking for a new strong male to latch onto. Right. Keep going. So right? I feel like it's a couple of things. Edward is in that tiny micro apartment being like, what do I do? How do I handle myself right now? And he sees all of this explosion of like violence and chaos. And Two-Face looks so good. Like he looks the best that he ever did in this movie with that jacket. Yes. I think it's the jacket. Yeah. And the top hat. I love the like split look. If anybody was wearing that jacket, 
Not not anybody. <laughs> yeah. Mainly if you had a fucked up face. Oh yeah. Okay. So his face. Okay, but that jacket. I think I'm in love with the jacket. I think I want to hug the jacket. Okay. But anyway, they, they blew out the shoulders for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, this is 80s shoulders in a 90s jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm. I was trying to think of what Two Faces' mangled side of his face reminded me of specifically, and I figured it out. We were talking about how this film gave us a lot of like nostalgic feels Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you guys remember nickelodeon yeah the television channel yeah um not gak not floam but purple smud oh smud came out a couple of years later (laughs) it was it was like gak but it was harder and it was a lot waxier it was like moldable wax Oh. And it wasn't as goopy as Gak, and it wasn't bubbly like Floam. It was like... Ooblick. It looked like Two Faces. <laughs> Which is a different putty toy. I want to hear you do a voiceover. <laughs> it's not as goopy as Gak. Ooblick. <laughs> it's not as goopy as Gak. Ooblick. But yeah, so that he had a smud, a purple smud face. Because I, I think the smud that I had was purple. Yeah. Uh. I like this character a lot. I'm going, I've been going back and forth for the last week because I hated him in the movie, but now oh, the I further I get from actually watching the film, I love Two-Face. Oh, I loved him in the movie. It might be because I think I'm projecting Tommy Lee Jones's experience on set, which was he hated Jim Carrey, right? He did? Yeah. Oh, you oh, didn't know? God. That's yeah, great chemistry. That's okay. why I'm so impressed. N- Natasha. Jim <laughs> yeah. Carrey saw him at a restaurant and approached him before they started filming. And he was like, hey, Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Lee Jones was, had a frowny face. And he was like, I don't want to work with you. I don't respect you. I think your humor is silly. He didn't like say all those things, but he said something like that. Yeah. He just didn't like oh, I can't get. He said, I can't sanction your buffoonery. Yeah. <laughs> is what he said. But he literally said that. That's right. he does. And you're going to be in a Batman film. What did you think? I'm wondering if it was the chicken or the egg. Like, what caused Tommy Lee Jones to basically act like Jim Carrey in this movie? Right. He was going crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you expect it from Jim Carrey, but you don't expect it from him. So no. did someone tell him to act, to act that way? Did he see Jim Carrey and go, I need to rev this up a little bit right. or else I'm going to be overshadowed and it won't work? Did they hate each other throughout filming? Like, did they ever start Jim Carrey just like was like not in his way, I guess. But his staff that the Riddler has... Yeah. He would practice a lot with that and he got he would like accidentally hit himself a lot and like hit his hands and hit parts of his body. But apparently... At one point, he hit Tommy Lee Jones in the groin with his staff on accident. And it was, like, fine, but, like, that's a thing that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's just interesting because I think the reason reason why, in hindsight, I'm liking Two-Face more is because I'm projecting my concern over Tommy Lee Jones having to work on that film and do all that stuff. Right. And projecting it onto Two-Face having to deal with the Riddler, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm getting those two. Oh man, confused. that makes me sad because I loved those characters together. Right? I know, like I loved them like together. They, yeah, they work, so, and there's, there's like scenes when they're like, like has an arm over their yeah. shoulder, and like because yeah. well, I they... felt like even the Riddler calmed down Two Face, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Don't kill him." Yeah, so the the characters the characters get along, 
but it's it's literally Jim Carrey screaming in Tommy Lee Jones's face, and I just feel bad for both of them since Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> didn't like him. So and he made it very well known. Yeah. So then Jim Carrey was just like, "Well, fuck." But they He's got. Like, I think they got him at the right time, Tommy Lee Jones, because like. He was frustrated that he's a good actor and he's in this comic book movie. I mean... But, man, he, like, he kills... I think I need to see more of his movies because he also did Men in Black, which is, like, a goofy kind of comedy, mm-hmm. silly movie. But he's, like, a straight man on that. He is, but he's still in a movie like that. That's and th- true. I do think of him in more of his action roles. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, No Country for Old Men, that was, like, one of his more recent bigger ones. Yeah. I, I saw Tommy Lee Jones once. Well, tell me about it. Uh, you met Camille Nanjiani. <laughs> yes, I did. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Did you know that I met Camille Nanjiani? Except for I didn't meet him. He was right in front of me, and I was so nervous I couldn't look at him. And I walked right past him, talked to his wife next to him, and then he left. And I never looked at his face. Oh. That's how nervous I was. But anyway, <laughs> you know, it's hard. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. So tell me about Tommy. So. Uh, I grew up in a town called Port Angeles. Maybe you're familiar with it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Who's there? Yeah. They filmed. I knew that. Uh, the Hunted. Yeah. He had dinner at um, Dupuis. 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 But no, my so my friend, uh, my friend's mom worked with the the Clown Tribe, and the film was filming on their land. Uh, so long story short, the film club at our, at our high school got to go and see the set and like a, and Squim high school didn't get to fucking do that. Ah, well. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the big city over there in Port Angeles. <laughs> uh, and we were just like driving around and we saw this guy and I was like, that guy looks a lot like Tommy Lee Jones, but he's got like really short hair and a big scruffy beard. Uh, so it must not be him. And then the, the movie came out and he's got very short hair and a big sharpie beard yeah he was like getting food where just outside (laughs) like what part of town Uh, it was out out in the woods it's where there's a dam yeah and it was by there (laughs) did he shoot the place up and get free dinner he just he looked very angry He looks angry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's disgusting face. I think I like Tommy Lee Jones more than I liked him carrying. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Don't get crazy. Yeah. So after the circus scene, I have the ridiculous two-faced manner scene. When we first meet, we first meet the Riddler. That's right. But of course, I mean, we have to touch upon this ridiculous two-faced manner. Amazing manner. I like it. Amazing. It's got everything. It's got so Drew Barrymore. It's got everything. It's got Drew Barrymore. The lady from My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's right. I Wait. love that she's, like, just his little, like, arm candy. And every time he gets mad, like, I just paid you to be here. I didn't pay you to talk. You're here to work. <laughs> You're here to work. Drew Barrymore is the Riddler's beard later. It's just... Oh, she is so cute. I cannot stop looking at her face. I like I just she was trying to be Marilyn Monroe. Like, oh, is that Bruce? I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Um, so their names in the film are Sugar and Spice, but that was to be more kid friendly because originally, even though they had the attempted rape, but originally their names were supposed <laughs> to be Leather and Lace. Ooh. Doesn't that make way more That's sense? That's way better. That makes that's way so much more better. sense. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm actually mad they that that's put not. Leather on lace on the sides of his suits too. It would have been this whole thing. Oh, no, yeah. it could have been a whole thing. So, yeah. Oh, God, he could have leather cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I think is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's super because it's really funny too, and the Riddler, everything that comes out of his mouth is kind of hit or miss for me. He's he's either super hilarious or really embarrassingly dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a lot of um. He was making really funny jokes in that scene. I remember when he was like describing the layout and he walks over to Sugar's side and he's like, conservative. And like all that. It's so funny. Um, was there anything? I mean, we see the Riddler's first suit, which is uh, right? like his most God. conservative suit yes. of the oh entire yeah. undertaking here. I think the jacket is from the thing in his apartment. Yeah. The Joker yeah. in his yeah. apartment. Yeah, so that's like the most firmly based on that and then it just gets he's more like i gotta do more with the hair david bowie would never not sequin <laughs> this suit like yeah oh, this... and then the skin tight leotard right. oh yeah oh mm-hmm. the skin tight era of the riddler yeah. so this is the first uh time you see his dumb shoes too now everybody knows that if this film was made nowadays and he was still in that leotard number one it would have been not made out of spandex <laughs> Number two, he wouldn't be wearing those clunky shoes, but it was 1995. There was a lot of ska bands wearing that shoe. Uh. Mm -hmm. So that's what you wore. Plus he had that bowler hat. So it was a very 90s look, despite it just being like the Riddler outfit. Mm -hmm. And he keeps those dumb shoes throughout the whole movie, the clunky big shoes. And nowadays- He's not very tall. If this film was made, his outfit would have been like- Whatever they're making superheroes wear nowadays, like right. um, the new Spider-Man and Kevlar. Oh, yeah, let's make like, yeah. another Riddler Batman. <laughs> if this movie was made nowadays, he would not be wearing those shoes. He would be wearing some sort of more form-fitting boot. That's all I yes. wanted to say. <laughs> I um, feel he'd be wearing more layers around his groinal region. Yeah, because so you could also... really see some shapes there. Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if they did anything to fix that, because that's what they did in the 1960s Batman. Right. Uh, well, they made all of their growings look like something. Like, <laughs> there was groin Robin shots. Robin had like a groin, groin helmet. You can't have all three. Yeah. You can't be a billionaire with a six pack and a huge cone. Like you need. <laughs> they need to be. They need to two out of three. I don't know where this scene was in the film, but I there's a scene where Bruce brings a riddler a riddler he brings a riddle to chase meridian and she takes one look at it she reads it i think he says that this is from a former employee of mine and she describes the person that made the riddle as having homicidal tendencies and obsession and it's like she's right but how does she know that and also she's describing her obsession with batman equally (laughs) and i was like you know you're creepy too lady no maybe you're right Maybe she's just like, I know this because this is me. <laughs> I see right through her, Chase Meridian. I'm not actually the doctor. I'm the patient. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say Chase, Mid- Chase Meridian is my favorite character name ever? I was just, yeah. I love saying That's, that name. Yeah. I could say her uh, name all day, every day. Chase, uh, Chase, Chase Meridian. Meridian. Actually, you know what? 
every couple of years i actually do say that that i just say it out loud (laughs) why was she at the crime scene when she first met batman she's a psychologist she was there to profile the the she was there to profile two-face yeah no she just wanted to hump but then then batman landed in front of her and she was like well i changed but she wasn't there for batman i actually thought she was a tv reporter (laughs) (laughs) same what I didn't realize until this watch through, because when she lights up the bat signal in Laura's Batman, I remembered that from a kid, but like the first scene she's in, she's also wearing like lacy shit she's under wearing a, a coat. And I was like, she's wearing a nightgown. That's what movie. hot bitches did in the 90s. <laughs> just rushed to movie sets, undressed. <laughs> they just, they wore heels. A lacy neck. I heard there's a robotic Batman. The most robotic Batman ever. (laughs) Yeah, silk coat. There's a scene where she has a a sport bra on. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's punching the punching guy. You can sleep in your gym clothes, your yoga pants. Right. The other, literally the only other thing I want to say about Bruce, because there really is nothing at all to him in this film either. Bruce is so great in that first scene with Edward. Because he seems so confident walking through the office and when he's talking to Edward, again, he's not being rude, but he feels more like Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the movie, Mm. he seems really like embarrassed whooped puppy and socially awkward himself and shy he knows how to deal with psychopaths because he's a psychopath and he has major issues. Um, So the Riddler goes to Two-Face for money. Right. He says... And negs Two-Face. Yeah, he nags Superbly. him. Superbly. He has a trade-off. He's like, help me steal money so that I can build Nigma Tech, put the box everywhere, I'll help you get smarter too, we'll both get smarter, and we'll figure out who Batman is. Like, that's literally it. And Two-Face is like, yep. Um, and so they do it, and there's a whole montage of them dating. <laughs> and yes. my, also, my other favorite part... His crown gets bigger and bigger. His tiara. Oh, so when... Good. The Riddler, so good together. <laughs> when the Riddler punches the guy and he can't do it and he holds his arm back and he goes, ow! <laughs> I love that part. It's so funny. So after their amazing relationship scene, yeah. there's a quick Bruce and Chase relationship scene, which, which is where I took my note. Bruce and Chase's relationship is the real villain and so are Bruce's issues. <laughs> Basically. And then glowing juggalos. Um, I also like, I mean, I don't know if this is like inappropriate of me to say, cause it's like Jim Carrey, but I really like the Riddler's mouth in this movie, <laughs> but that's more a comment. he has a pretty mouth? He has a pretty <laughs> mouth. Um, but I think that's more of a comment on Jim Carrey's physical appearance, but his face is covered with a mask. And so you're seeing his mouth it's a lot. Yeah. That's true. And I think he's probably wearing a little bit of lip tint, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, and definitely. he seems very pale, and so it's just very like prominent. Prominent. So sorry. <laughs> I really like it. This movie really made me think about like where supervillains like get their costumes. He made his. They make them. Well, and then he bought it afterwards. So obviously we see the more money they steal, the more everything gets like amped until we get that layer. That secret layer at the end, he gets his own. And it basically reduces Two-Face to, like, the henchman, the goofy, giggling henchman. Uh Because, like, where's Two-Face's house? It's, like, all... It's this big, empty space that's just question mark lighting. But, um, yeah. So, and I also feel like 
this movie does not say so whatsoever, but there must have been like five months have gone past because they show the montage of all that money being stolen. And then all of a sudden we have we have Nigma Tech. There's a box in every home. Right. He has all these outfits. And also it feels like Bruce and Chase Meridian have been together for a while now dating. Except she's not into him. Well, I mean, <laughs> she gets anymore. there though. But that's the only indication. The point we're at with their relationship is I thought she wasn't into Bruce and somehow they're getting close. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's the other thing about how the love story, you don't really get a love story between them because, again, there's no like actual development in the film. It's just that we see scenes where she doesn't like him and she doesn't yeah. like him and she doesn't like him. And then she tells Batman that she likes Bruce. Because yeah. the way that this movie behaves is that we're just told everything from random scenes that come one after one right after the other. <laughs> it's all leading up to the fundraiser. It's weird. It's weirdly subdued. It has all the flashy lighting and stuff, but I think the lighting was kind of there the whole movie, like at the circus and at I don't know. I think even in the bank, maybe there was just like weird and glowing lights. Glowing juggalos is right before this. Exactly. Right. Well, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. So even though the Riddler's pretty flashy, Edward tries to like, he just wears like a plain black and white suit. Oh yeah. He, he's looking like he Bruce Wayne. He has Bruce Wayne's yeah. suit Which and Bruce Wayne's tie pin. And then oh, yeah. my favorite part of the scene, every time oh. Bruce puts on his glasses, yeah. he puts yeah. on his glasses <laughs> and then takes them off whenever Bruce and does. And he has a mole. Yeah. But, bo- but Bruce puts oh, them on yeah. it. Com- yeah. Oh, but God. Bruce has the mole, Val Kilmer's mole. Oh. Yeah. And the Riddler has a mole. So, and his hair, his hair is exactly the same. Oh my god! Yeah. So I yes. did not catch that until this he was like of the it. jilted ex. He's like, I'm gonna see him yeah. at this party, and I'm wearing a good suit. I got a pretty In blonde fact. bitch on my arm too. <laughs> Whatever. <Blonde bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Barrymore versus Nicole Kidman. I'm voting for Drew. In this oh yeah. Uh, so I, I'm also thinking. I don't remember what Riddler scene came before this Edward Enigma scene, but I'm hope. Well, it I, it might have been the, all the montages, but he has his hair short. Then he's Edward Enigma, and he has kind of a longer, quaffed like nice yeah. hair. Oh, and it's which super doesn't make sense. Or red, right? No, it's like, like his. It's like he looks like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, it's no, like I straight mean, up Jim Carrey. Enigma. Oh, yeah. He has like red. When he's the Riddler. Yeah. Or and he so has it's a red jar red. head. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm trying to forgive the film for just, for him having this, like, long hair all of a sudden and blaming it on, we just didn't see anybody for a couple of months in this movie. And the Nigma Tech party is when we're seeing everyone again and Chase and Bruce have been dating for a while and uh, the Riddler apparently has grown out his hair. We never see him with hair like that, but we see him as Edward Nigma with his hair like that and then he gets his hair cut right away. And I did keep account of his hair changes in this film. <laughs> oh. Does anybody want to guess how many times Edward changes his hair? Ooh, I'm gonna five. guess sixteen. I'd also go with five. Six. Oh. Shit, so close. Hair change count six. <laughs> I love his creepy, passionless dance with Chase Meridian. It's almost as passionless as Bruce and Chase's relationship. <laughs> I like when he twirls her around because that's in. They both just want to look at Bruce. Right. Yeah, yeah, but 
Well, I like it because it's, I think it's in the trailer and it's in the um, Kiss from a Rose music video. Oh. Oh. So it's very iconic. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't get that one. Oh, man. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, okay. But then Two Face robs his friend and Riddler is very catty. He, yeah, he's very upset, which I like because it always seems like the Riddler is bullying Two-Face around even when he goes into his like lair and and Two-Face has like a gun to his head and stuff it just feels like Harvey just never has he's always being bullied around Mm -hmm. when he never has the upper hand that is my note about the scene (laughs) he is Wiley Coyote at this point yeah yeah um and I like that because I like the Riddler being like don't (laughs) you're ruining my party (laughs) i love it and this is actually the halfway point where i remembered that people think this movie's gay and started doing a lot of research and i was like all right the director's gay and like all this stuff i didn't read into before because i had to rewatch the movie for this episode so if you're again like have you guys ever liked someone and then ended up totally hating them because Oh, yeah. They were an asshole too, so you hate them even though you used to like them a lot. Oh yeah. Never. I feel like if I was <laughs> if I was Edward at that party and Two Face comes in and ruins it, I would feel so self conscious, like, hey, wait, I was on top, this was going perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to look like this, I'm supposed to be perceived this way. And I'm not now. So do you think that was Two Face acting out like they hadn't been spending as much time together? So Two Face was like, Okay. I don't know. I, I don't <sighs> No, no. If I'm going to be honest, I feel like this movie is subtle in some ways, and I do believe all the interpretations, but let's not get silly. (laughs) I know this is a very serious Well, no, I just, I actually feel self-conscious about stuff like that because I always feel like it's in my head, like Mm. I'm just making it up, but then when other writers and reviewers and like kind of people that know what they're talking about are saying those things, then I have to turn around and take it seriously. Right. Even though I think it's all in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, g- give me all of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to start Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Halloween. The only thing before Halloween is Nicole Kidman's whole character is basically, I want to fit Batman. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Someone punched her in the, all of in the sudden, gut. And then all of a sudden, oh, no. she doesn't. And it's, it's such My a legs weird... are closed. Oh. <laughs> like, she's oh, like right. such a horn dog for Batman. So, oh, and God. Then, so, so hard. So months have passed, and then they figure out who Bruce Wayne is, but then there's some scenes, and they wait until Halloween <laughs> to go to Bruce Wayne's Because that's how right. you can get into Wayne Manor by trick-or-treating. Because yeah. it's their favorite night of the year. That was my takeaway. Sure. That makes sense. They wish each other the most joyous, happy Halloween of all time. Like Christmas? Oh, happy Halloween! Uh, <laughs> they are into it. I was like, this is I their favorite night of the Halloween. year. Right? Do you think the sugar likes Halloween? Well, she doesn't go to Bruce Wayne's mansion. That's the only... I mean, Does she show up oh, I bet after... sugar, sugar and Spice were like, they like DJ at a club Every year, so they weren't available for a, a yeah. robbery. I feel like Spice is DJing. Sugar is like doing a burlesque in some yeah. like quiet like bar that quiet you have to walk bar, downstairs like to get to. Bar. It's dark. 
I think they're at like a bar the... called Fire and Ice, and they both DJ. <laughs> Two different rooms. <laughs> she burlesque dance while the other DJs. Mm. Oh. There we go. Oh, that's nice. See, oh. I feel like they have they're a friends. whole other... Kind of like our place, but in Gotham. They have a whole other thing, though, because they, they have to live together, too. Yeah. They have to get along. That would be so sad yeah. if they didn't. The true riddle oh. of this movie. Totally. <laughs> what are their lives? Yeah. Yeah. Do they probably... just hang out there waiting for two I sleep to all day home? and then I wake up at the mansion and give my really eloquent description of food he'll right, eat yeah. tonight. I feel like they have two kitchens, though. I mean, who cooks? I think... Is there one cook or <laughs> is there sh- well, an both, evil cook? They both cook separate dinners. Shouldn't the bad cook be They're struggling. Well, they both cook, right? They I both cook, but I... Favorite yeah. dinner. No, I made you your favorite dinner. <gasps> yeah. There's, yeah. They're struggling culinary students, and they've like <laughs> entered into this deal with Two Face that they have, you know, free Ooh. access to this I mean, lodging yeah. and a kitchen. Oh gosh, wow. kitchen yeah. each. that is like the most expensive thing he'd have to provide beyond yeah. the outfits. But oh, who does he pay more? Because spice oh, he does all the weird stuff with, but oh, it's, with it's gotta sugar be. he does all the vanilla stuff with. <laughs> I'm always wondering why. <laughs> That was a very contemplative look on your face. It looked like you were going to say something and then you just... Well, no, I'm just... I shouldn't say weird stuff. It's like... like, But he switches so often. Like, does he get through some... Like, is he halfway through some kinky stuff with Spice and he's like, I got to run over and get some missionary quick. But she's all tied up. So she's like, really? Again? (laughs) I wonder if it was the Riddler that chose to hang out with Sugar more. Or if Sugar was just assigned to him or if it didn't matter. Because I think, for the most part, he interacts with her way more in the movie, despite the gala scene where they're at the dan- the ball she together. Lose her. Oh. Because she's also blonde. And they need somebody to sort of seduce Bruce Wayne into going into the oh. thing. Because her whole thing is she's like, well, I'll, t- I'll make it so it doesn't collect your brainwaves. Except I'm going to make it collect right. your brainwaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe like they're just like, oh, Bruce Wayne only trusts good people. Okay. But she's got a little spice in her. Mm-hmm. Well, she has to. She knows how to handle closeted men with issues. And she, <laughs> yeah. he falls right into her trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is This shouldn't go in the podcast. But if they like did like an animated series backstory that had sugar and spice, it'd be like, Sugar worked at the DA's office and like went with Two Face afterwards. Oh, right. Whereas Spice was just someone from the underworld who she right. he, like Which brought on. He knew, but there's yeah. none of this backstory established. So I'm like, Did you just call her a prostitute? <laughs> no, prosecuting. Oh, wasn't I thought he you said prostitute. Oh my god, that's I was right. Like, Don't say she that. would be like a ringleader in some yeah. prostitution yeah. ring or something crazy. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah because he was a prostitute. The they have yeah. a lot of potential, these characters. And it's Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore was his uh, assistant. I like her more now, thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want her to have been his assistant at some point. That's really nice. Because he was like a business guy. He oh, was a prosecutor. He was a prosecutor. And he was actually Bruce's friend. Yeah. He's just upset because he didn't get saved by Batman from the boiling... Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry. He, he had was... brain damage. Wait, wait, wait. The... But he was Batman's friend. Because yeah. he doesn't know... That Bruce Wayne is Batman. So he was no. Batman's friend, and Batman didn't save him from the acid. From the acid. And then okay. he got brain damage. And then that is like... pretty eloquent writing, too. In two like lines, it. he two... explains yes. his entire <laughs> thing. Backstory. And he's just like, man, pretty good. No yeah. flashbacks needed. Mm-hmm. Just Hello- Halloween? Halloween. So they say it's Halloween. They embrace. They yeah. approach the door as older men and say, 
Twick or Tweet. But and they're kneeling. Alfred, they're kneeling. They're so kneeling. They look short. But Alfred is like, oh, look at these little kids. And lets them in. Um, Alfred gets hit in the head, which is kind of sad. And that's kind yeah. of like an afterthought. And then the Batcave. The Batcave demolition the scene. Oh. I didn't like you it. You guys, you two, you didn't like it? I didn't, didn't like, like it. it? Oh. I liked it. I thought a lot of the jokes were not funny. But he like doesn't have an audience, so it's just kind of like, you know, yeah. this, well, is, this is weaker material. So yeah. that was my note, was that no one's down there but him. So I know that this is kind of important for him, but I also feel like, does this mean that the Riddler is like this all the time? It's I like feel this... like he can't turn it off anymore. Yeah. yeah. Turn it off. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. This is where this it gets... Or it's just the adrenaline of it all. Yeah. You just broke into someone's home. Well, exactly. Like, maybe he's just doing all this because this moment is pretty important. He yeah. magically found the bat cage. I mean, put yourself I mean, in his shoes. Super excited. You found Batman's cave. You're, You've got your cool little with. bat bombs yeah. that squeak and then blow up. Express Are you just going to be, like, throwing them and not saying anything? Yeah, you're, you're dressed like, in your skin-tight... Leotard. Leotard. The super macho baseball bit. I don't like it. Oh, it was so but good. But he put his tongue in his cheek so it looked like he had chew. So this That's is where... Hilarious. But this is where the Riddler junk really gets to shine. The orgasm. The macho baseball bit is so amazing because it's just like this whole time like he's had a very like fruity sort of like manner and like very eccentric but here just like straight like dead twitching <laughs> muscles just like... <laughs> Pulls it off completely athletically, hey. and it's just so stupid. And that's my next another, note is joygasm. That's another <laughs> David Bowie thing, because I'm a labyrinth girl, and the joke about labyrinth is you see this huge bulge in basically what is tights. He's wearing just tights. So his his first outfit, the suit and stuff, like maybe Bowie would have worn that, but like it was more the makeup. I think after the first suit, the leotards really start to encroach on that that bowie territory i loved the when he attacks the bat cave that outfit was so cute because he had that bag with him Mm -hmm. and he was just wearing a bodysuit and a bag Mm -hmm. and a a matching bag and i just i love that i don't prefer like the spandex bodysuit but the fact that he's just like he wasn't wearing a hat right no No. and he had the cool gold cane he had the cane so it's like spandex Green man, bodysuit, sh- clunky shoes, gold cane, heavy, and the bag. Bag full of bombs. It's yeah. so weird, but I really like that. <laughs> I don't, I can't exactly explain why. When I was a kid, one of my friends, like, that year, dressed that outfit in particular. Nice. I was like, whoa. That was the first time I was like, whoa. Like, when you nail a costume, it looks fucking sweet. And, like, yeah. their mom, like, bought them, like, one of, like, whatever expensive, like, version of it. And I was like, it looks so cool. <laughs> Even though it's like, you're just my age. Like, you're not, like, actually an adult. But it's like, damn, that's so fucking cool. I went through a phase where I photoshopped my face onto every Jim Carrey movie poster. <laughs> when is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, early days of Facebook. I was going to say, is this MySpace days? <laughs> Close. It's a project. Uh, and the, the Batman Forever was the most awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, oh, man. Um, but how does he get Chase Meridian? 
How do they steal those people? Oh, Robin was got by, um, what's his face? Two-Face. Because they were, they were fighting or something. Oh. Oh! Robin saved him, I think, or something. That's right. Yeah, he's going to die. And then, and then Robin's like, oh, Oh, Batman. I'll save you. Yeah, told me and then he was yeah. like, well, you're stupid. And he pulls out a gun. So he kidnaps Robin. Okay. Yeah. But how was Chase taken again? By the guy, the... Go- goblins? <laughs> the goblins? <laughs> Not the goblins? I think Two-Face takes it. I think it wasn't David but Bowie. Two-Face, is, Two-Face brought his goons. Where was David Bowie though? this whole time? <laughs> what kind of magic fell to you? That's right, yeah, at the, at the mansion. Yeah, they he took her. his goons and they were running yeah. and I think they split up. Yeah. But how did Batman get hurt? He got shot in the head, but then yeah. he survived. Oh. At the on Halloween, it glanced yeah. off his. Skull. Oh, did they just oh. did they take Chase on Halloween night? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that's yeah. how. Yeah. Um. She's over for uh, dinner. Roscoe. Oh, that's right. He flips a coin, shoots Batman. Batman's like, <laughs> I wish I could do as robotic as Val Kilmer did in this movie, but come on. No, he's a good actor. He, no one's that robotic. Uh, then we get to my second favorite scene in the movie, which is when Chase wakes up on the cool couch. The Riddler does this whole thing, and I forget what the second bit is, but the first bit is he's explaining his um, his light-up jacket. Oh, it's like yeah. a smoking jacket, but it has like actual lights on it that blink. Oh, this yeah. isn't even his last outfit. I know, this it's not even. even his final form. <laughs> he has a lot of money now, but he's like, it keeps me safe while I'm jogging at night. <laughs> and, but, and then he does like a second bit, which is also funny, but I don't remember what it was. I think that might be my favorite outfit. The smoking jacket? Yeah. Just because I could good. see myself. I used to be scared. <laughs> I used to be scared by the last outfit. But this time through, I was like, last outfit? It's freaking sweet. Yeah. It's just a it's... figure skater outfit. Why were you it afraid is. of it? Oh, it was just the most Bowie. It's just like really deep cut and like white with diamonds all over it. It's, it's just... like the boss battle outfit for sure. Oh, that's... It's, yeah. his, it's his final four for right. sure. It reminded me of um, when Frieza keeps changing in Dragon Ball Z. Does anybody? Is that like a... Example Next time on yes. Sexy Villains. Well, on, <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z, they're fighting this alien called Frieza, and he keeps bulking up and mutating, kind of like the alien from Alien. It's this whole thing. He has to conjure the spirit bomb. Well, no, no, no. No, no, it's not that. It's this villain keeps changing and getting, like, bigger and bigger and stronger looking and more evil. And then his final form, he's, like, this, this small, slender, like, thing. And... In Batman Forever, the Riddler, he has this, like, he's been green the whole movie. I was kind of like the Green Ranger, Ranger turning into the White Ranger. Mm. Oh, like, the final was, form uh, is, like, property this. property in this time. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> when did the Power Rangers film come out? The one with Ivan Ooze that also sim- had similar um, say, purple face ooze. makeup? I was going to say, you know, the, yeah. per- the color of Two-Face is the color yeah. of that ooze. It, almost exactly the same color. Uh, I think that might have been like '94 or something, or maybe even no, the same year. I do think the uh, the the destruction <laughs> scene outfit is the iconic Riddler with gold question mark yeah. outfit for sure. Plus, his hair is longer mm-hmm. again somehow. Maybe that's why the scene is so long because like they really had to sell those action figures, you know? Yeah. I have a question that okay, this kind of blows the hole in my long hair, short hair theory that I was trying to save. He kidnaps Chase on Halloween. Then, when he's jogging at night, 
isn't doesn't he still have the short hair? But then when Batman comes to rescue her and Robin, he has longer oh. hair. Right? Because it's like whirled out like Yeah. So it's just mm. like a cartoon at this point. Yeah. Well, I tried, guys. <laughs> well, the more I thought about your theory, I was like, so it was just winter the whole year there? <laughs> like it was, was always like, dark and cold. The I figure he time. still had shorter hair under a brown wig for the dance scene because it's so long because it's yeah. just a Bruce Wayne wig, which is the creepiest ben, thing. And it's so great. Oh, that's even creepier. It's just than a Bruce Wayne wig. And then I think he still has red hair under there. And then yeah. So the boss battle I think it's is slowly growing to uh, long enough to do those crazy like Tim Burton copied it later for Alice in Wonderland but, curl yeah. hair. But in the smoking jacket scene, he has the short hair. That's why I'm thinking this is just like a cartoon and I was wrong the whole time about like realistically like having... Maybe short... he's so smart yeah. he can grow okay. his own hair. We don't know the <laughs> limits of his power. That's his actual superpower. Well, or it was a wig. Like his boss battle included the wig. It's like right. a wig of red hair. But yeah, because he has to put on a show. What did you say? That was You said something cool. Oh, I said it, it's even creepier if he buys a wig to look like Bruce Wayne than if he was just oh. growing his hair out. You're also saying it was like, it's always winter in Gotham. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like, that's what it was. Have you ever seen like a sunny day in Gotham? Well, <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing. If it if it's, if it's the end of the film is around Halloween, then we must have, it must be a long fall because it's always cold and dark. And nighttime. Well, I mean, what about place. like before that? Because well, before, before that, that, you were talking about how his hair was long for that gala. Well, I think there was the was time. Short. There was the time jump to set up Nigma Tech that can't happen overnight and have everyone buy yeah. that box. So there must have been some a couple of months go by. So, yeah. but even this is what Gotham looks like all the time. And then in the yeah. winter, it snows. He went to a wig maker and said, "Bruce Wayne." I, I feel like said, they probably had a lot of wigs like that because he's like the billionaire. Do you think right. that Gotham City is in Poland, maybe? <laughs> no, it's New York, isn't it? I, I mean, thought Gotham was Chicago and New York was Metropolis. It's supposed oh. to be something like that, but... In this movie, it was very clear because like, they have the statue, not the Statue of Liberty, yeah, but basically the, the Statue of Liberty. Of Liberty. But, yeah. The yeah. monolith of freedom. Yeah. So I want to start <laughs> wrapping up. And the one big thing I want to mention is that um, Bruce is in a different movie than the villains. The villains are what's continuing the story of this film. They're the ones that are trying to connect with Batman to catch him. But we never see Bruce do anything about the villains. There's no crime fighting in this film. No. Um, Bruce Wayne is trying to shepherd Robin away from a life of crime fighting and he's dating chase meridian and that's it that's all he's doing in this movie which yeah. is so bizarre because there's no and the weird thing is that he knows there's something fishy with edward nigma from the beginning he sees him get successful and set up nigma tech like isn't wouldn't bruce feel weird about this kind of creepy unstable guy setting up this thing that's kind of like engrossing the city and he knows that two-face and the riddler are running around like crazy like doing really bad things no but, he's but he also never does anything about it to get laid so that takes precedent 
and dealing with his issues. Uh, that seems like it's secondary. Well, yeah, that's true. That's it the seems other like thing the only doing. reason he started dealing with his issues is because the girl I want to bone is a psychiatrist. It's a good thing he ignored her psychobabble and stayed a psychopath. Um, well, I think I think that change comes like right because he's fighting crime at the start mm-hmm. of the movie, and then he meets Chase Meridian, mm-hmm. and then he starts having these memories about this book, and that's kind of like his. He's just focused on that. And then he meets Robin and he's like, okay, I'm going to train, train Robin. Yeah. I guess, I mean, he is like doing the bank heist and stuff, but he gets called out to that. Mm-hmm. He just seems very passive in this movie where right. is he, yeah. is he literally not going to do anything unless he sees the bat signal or somebody it's, comes yeah. and attacks him? He never like goes out on patrol. It just feels like he's in a separate film. Even color scheme wise, like everything with Wayne Manor and Chase, everything is like kind of like more natural colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everything else is bright and colorful. It's strange. And it's sunny. When he's at his outer oh, yeah. office, it's sunny. So when the only daylight Robin we see comes. is when we're indoors. Yeah. When oh, Robin yeah. The, the laundry karate scene is in the daylight. Well, not only that, but on his motorcycle <laughs> when he terrible. comes to Bruce Yeah, Manor. we see Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor. Because whatever. I think that's supposed to represent, like, there's, like, trees oh. there and grass. And it's supposed to be, like... Mm-hmm. Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> but inside his house, it does seem dark. Like when he walks Robin into the house, I was like, I wouldn't yeah. kind of want to stay there either. Like everything's gray. Don't show me your creepy motorcycle collection gothic. guy. <laughs> he was like, oh, you go to a lot of motorcycle bars. I'm like, do you go to a lot of motorcycle bars? <laughs> like what? It's like he's a collector. Where's the attitude? A billionaire is trying to take you in after your circus parents died. Like maybe he should some gratitude circus pants <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the bat signal briefly uh there's that scene really it's all over the movie the question mark but the scene where he like creates that giant question mark out of the bat symbol yeah that's a really when, big when signal. this movie yeah. came out i was so obsessed with that specific question mark symbol i like have these blocks are you a of, nerd I, yes. <laughs> I have these blocks of wood in my in my room. I forget why. They were just little like two by two. And I drew that symbol on them. And then I put clues on the back of them. <laughs> and I hid them just in my room. The only person who's going to be there. But it would like lead you to the next one. Did you go to college after this? Please. <laughs> <laughs> this was last week. <laughs> uh, so I could just like have it like. I could follow the clues of these question marks around my room. Oh, you're you're an enigma. Wrapped in a mystery. That's right. Social media and the internet has like killed our um, imaginations. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. You geocached your room. Did you have? Did you have siblings? Yes. Okay. But they didn't like Jim Carrey as much as I did. Nobody liked Jim Carrey as much as we did. That's right. I have this like big fold-out poster that's like funny guy and it's just pictures of jim carrey <laughs> the scholastic uh, book yeah. club yep. poster uh, instead of taped around your room are they framed now <laughs> yes <laughs> hey they're collectible now that's right they are oh. so i was asking um my last question about the actual film is uh the riddler gets disfigured at the end yeah how does everybody Briefly, feel about that is he still disfigured in the jail no, he's just crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, he he's fine after that. So um, he got too many brainwaves, basically. Yeah, I I felt bad for him. 
Same. Um, and it did suck because he seemed so like weak and mm -hmm. frail, like he was about to die. Um, so I actually like that little inclusion of him at Arkham because I want him to be like crazy and therefore happy, I guess. Yeah. Well, they really tied up that Chase Meridian storyline. Meridian <laughs> <Yeah>. Chase. <laughs> And then he, <laughs> even till the end, they made Batman seem like such a, like he Bummer. didn't even go in there himself. Like who would right. believe the kooky guy in the jail cell? Like you're the billionaire who probably pays their salary. If he said, you're Batman, he, you could just go, <laughs> this guy's still crazy her, and walk back out. Her unprofessionality is a <laughs> running theme in this <laughs> I mean, it just keeps coming up yeah. and up again. Like, how? Oh. Like, how do you still have your license <laughs> as a medical professional? She should have her license taken away. Revoked! Do you think she does that kind of stuff with her patients, too? All the time. Yeah. Rewatch their first kiss, because the four lines that they exchanged before that kiss are s completely unromantic. It's just, <laughs> no, yes. oh, I just need someone. I just... Don't know what it would be like to be someone who could kill. Something really fucked up. Something really fucked up. Something really fucked up. And then they kiss. It's like, that was not that was in his, passionate. Like house, right? When he was trying oh, to talk about I don't know his where childhood. Or, no, okay. Oh, Maybe they kissed before. Oh, then, it's really but gross. But it was like... Halloween, the Halloween scene. I keep coming oh, back to that. Oh, maybe it was them. during Halloween. And he was like having flashbacks about his childhood when she spilt her wine for some reason. I was like, why would that bring oh, back right. flashbacks? But then he's like, it's I have to plot. tell you something. <laughs> it's an inkblot wine. <laughs> I have to tell you something that I've never told anyone. And then she's like, let's make out? Like, it was so <laughs> weird. <laughs> this is why I'm a psychiatrist. It turns me on. Oh, and the last the nail in the coffin is when they kiss and she's like oh you're batman because i recognize your kiss it's like oh yeah, i recognize your taste because your robotic lips didn't move <laughs> for that entire thing oh or what if it was the taste oh that's even worse worse <laughs> oh, <laughs> like i recognize your protein shake oh, yeah oh man i Just, meant to you mention like bat earlier <laughs> but when when she's like batman i can't see you anymore i like someone else and he like turns it around and walks away and then he just like smiling. smiles. Yeah. Like that's smiling. That's Batman. the least robotic he was... is the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yes. That was also the point where me and Alan looked at each other and then looked back at the TV. So I have nothing else about the film. Uh so online a lot of people kept saying things like Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey were both playing the Joker. And saying, like, oh, Jim Carrey would have been the best Joker. However, I feel like if Jim Carrey played the Joker, wouldn't everyone be like, oh, Jim Carrey would have been the perfect Riddler? Am I wrong? Because uh, I feel like that's what have, would have happened. I think you're wrong. <laughs> no, Jim but Carrey only, is definitely the best. Only because, like, this is the only portrayal of the Riddler that's like this. In the show, in the comics, he's, like, a very, like, serious... The like, Riddler in the 1960s Batman was just like this true. film. That's true. But you're right in the comic books. But he's more like, he's, he's a guy. He's very smart. He's wearing yeah. suits and the hat. Right. Because he's like a businessy guy. Yeah. I wonder if that what that person meant was Jack Nicholson would have done both of these better. No, lots of people, many different people were saying Jim Carrey should have played the Joker. I mean, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that. I feel like everybody that played the roles should have played the roles. And yeah. I, I like what 
was given to me. Yeah. I liked everyone who played the roles. There were a couple times that Two-Face reminded me of the Joker, just like when he was laughing. (laughs) There was a... I think Tommy could have cut out like 30% of his maniacal laugh, though. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Or the editor could have like, kind of like held back a little bit more, more Mm -hmm. strain. Um, The phrase, two gay couples fighting, came up a lot in my research, which again... There's Robin always... and Batman, well, Two and... Face and Riddler, and Enigma an... and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> that's another thing that everybody's pointed out to death, and I've never seen anything gay about Batman and Robin. But again, it's just me. I'm a weird, finicky person, so I that think was it's just yeah. their homoerotic gear. I get again. I don't see it's... it, so I, I like, do think that maybe uh... I need glasses. <laughs> old school Robin when he first was trying to be Robin. To Batman in this movie, he was wearing the typical, like, tights Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. That was, like, in comic books. Like, that was his... They called him Batboy or whatever. But then he got his, like, same suit as Batman suit, and it's the still... That gourd that Al made? Yeah, it was, like, that six-pack thing. What's going on with Alfred, guys? (laughs) We need to talk. Which had the nipples. I'm glad that he didn't put nipples on his grand (laughs) nieces. On yeah. just on every suit jacket. Yeah. yeah. Or just nipples like everywhere. Like yeah. chicken pox. <laughs> I think about like a dog, so you'd have like eight. Oh, nipples. just nipples down the <laughs> the breast. Oh, plate. I thought Alicia Silverstones did have nipples, I guess. No. I didn't go look at it. I forgot to Aren't you glad? <laughs> I am. I remember when I read up when I started to read up on that, like when I was like, is Riddler gay? was my Google thing. There was the whole Wikipedia entry for homoerotic material in Batman, which is just a crazy, long article. And (laughs) Riddler isn't even mentioned. And I was like, but in this... And they mentioned this movie, but it's all about Batman and Robin's relationship, where I was like, that was uh, burgeoning. I don't don't see the relationship as in their actual communication yeah it, like two-faced right. and but Riddler, I do though. see their look well they're like being... they're like on top they're like holding each other for the entire film they're they're just embracing sweetie. the Are whole we, movie the riddler and two-faced see, or yeah. batman and, okay i do see not batman, riddler's batman. massive attraction to batman yeah and yes. there's and that is well, which is something that i never picked up on until I we chose to do this movie for the podcast, never figured that out before. When, however, when <laughs> why, where, nobody, knows. when did the brother figure out that Bruce was Batman? Um, he sucks his brain juice because Drew Barrymore is an amazing oh, beard. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Okay, um, okay, I just wanted to say, um, about the two gay couples fighting, that, like, people, like, typed that up. Oh, that's what, wait, I wanted to say, um, I read an article called The Talented Mr. Nigma, and it was about him being gay. An article or a fan fiction? No, an article, like a real article (laughs) from a website, but that was the title of the article, and I thought that was witty. hmm. Um, okay. Because he dresses up as Bruce Wayne and has a creepy Bruce Wayne wig. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I dig it. But yeah, the two gay couples fighting thing, I knew I'd heard that from somewhere else, and then I was on my letterbox, and I was going through my reviews, and I remembered that I wrote that exact phrase for a movie I was reviewing called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't from 1966 that was covered by 
Mystery Science Theater in their new season. Ah. And I literally wrote, this is about two gay couples fighting. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of like Batman Forever. <laughs> so if you like Batman Forever, you might like Check that. out the Christmas that almost wasn't. But preferably the Mystery Science Theater version, because, you know, why not? Um, While you're at it, just go watch every Mystery Science Theater, because you've got catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> and then Val Kilmer, whatever. What a I, I also feel bad for Val Kilmer, because this was the start of his career ending. Even though he was great in, um, I loved him in, um, Island of Dr. Moreau. I loved him in the Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh my gosh. And that's a villain that we will do in the future. There you go. We're running in a lo- into a lot of, like, we have to do Christopher Walken as a couple of villains in the future. There's a, there's going to be a lot of, like, um, overlap. Mm. Did you guys want to say anything else? I have a, a creep corner story. All right. Not sent in. I hunted someone down and begged them like <laughs> like I do. So yeah, I got a crew corner story. This is from Canadian Dash Riddler from tumblr.com. And uh let's see. Okay, so this is what she said. I'm assuming it's a she. If not, they. I'm pretty sure it's a girl though. But whatever. Um just wait until it's a guy and then I'm just like fucking up so hard right now. Um The greatness of Jim Carrey's Riddler really lies in his ability to do the absolutely most ridiculous things possible, gladly, and with a straight face. The glitter spandex in particular has always been regarded as him going way too far, and it is. It absolutely is. (laughs) So amazing. Uh, That and the light-up jacket are completely ridiculous, embarrassing, and mind-boggling, but that's what makes him so great. He does all of these things without shame, without caring, just because he wants to. And this is the combination of self-confidence and self-delusion the Riddler needs to have. Not just that inclination, but the guts to go ahead and do things that people will, this is so hard to say, will ridicule you for. Maybe he realizes this and makes the decision not to care. Maybe he's so far back in his own head that he doesn't realize this and doesn't have the ability to care. The Riddler, by necessity of how he operates, really needs to come off as larger than life in order to make his shtick even somewhat believable, and Riddler and Batman Forever pulls this off in spades. Walking into Two-Face's lair and taking as a given that he'll listen to his oddly dressed nobody with delusions of grandeur, who does that? Well, the Riddler does that. He's not afraid of others, not afraid of himself. He knows what he wants to be and what he wants to do, and even though it's bizarre and over his head, he just does it. He doesn't even start with small crimes. He just goes straight for zapping the brains out of the the entire city. He didn't have to go that hard, but he did, and you can bet if he hadn't ended up with with his brains being fried that he would have gone even harder the next time. Jim Carrey's Riddler is great because he went over the top but while taking himself seriously, it's really something beautiful. I agree. Well done, creepy. Mm-hmm. Also, do you know that Jim Carrey's Canadian? That's oh, okay. Canadian... Maybe it's Jim Carrey. <gasps> oh my god, I spoke to Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I have he's some... finally ready to talk. Uh, so Canadian Riddler coined the tag spandex riddler which i saw other people (laughs) using which leads me into my other favorite segment that i don't get all the time with villains only the more popular ones the tumblr tags um hashtag spandex riddler 
Hashtag, do you know how much guts it takes to wear that? Hashtag, you want to be extra, go with this. <laughs> Hashtag, that hair needs to be destroyed forever. <laughs> Get it? Gross. Um, hashtag 2K18 goals. Hashtag 2K18 looks. Hashtag, I love my gay dad so much. <laughs> hashtag, this trash belongs on my blog. Hashtag, Jim Carrey was stupid hot in this movie. Hashtag. Is this the only movie that they tag with that? Um, With what? Jim Carrey was super hot in this movie. Was stupid hot in this movie. Stupid hot in this stupid movie. Um, I mean, I could go back and check. <laughs> Let us know for next time. Um, what uh, food would the Riddler be? <sighs> I'm thinking one of those like sour green sour Twizzler w- or uh, like or a- those ones that are like lime flavored. Yeah, you see the those uh, gushers. Remember yeah. gushers? There we go. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And it was disgusting. And it yeah. was gooey on the inside. Yeah. I feel like he's definitely something sweet or sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like that powder you could like suck a ring and then put it in powder. Is Ew, that gross. Yeah. There yes, was a whole oh, ring yeah, pop yeah. with yeah, ring pop, ring pop with powder accessory. I think I would go with like wasabi peas, like unassuming. <laughs> green, unassuming, spicier than I can handle. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Maybe just like green pop rocks. Those, yes, that's what I was thinking about. Pop rocks, those yeah. things that popped in your mouth, and you're like, "This is fun." Yeah. He's just green candy. <laughs> that's in what you do. Particular. Are we being too quick? We have to make that was so fast. Funner. Or like, I know, but usually uh, takes us a minute. Because I well, it's just because I really don't feel like Riddler is anything like heavy and savory. Like he's not no. borscht. He's not no like a steak dinner. Nope. He's very obvious. I do think that lends itself to this particular, to -hmm. the food corner. No one said mint ice cream or anything like super green, like necessarily green. He's not mint ice cream because he's not like soft and like. No, he's a flaming shot. He's a flaming shot. There you go. go. Because he is also. Because of his hair. Right. No, no, because he's flaming. Oh. Actually, it's a double on tongue. Yeah. Uh, you take three of those and you'll be acting like the Riddler. So you're eating green, lime green flavored Twizzlers on the way to the bar. What did you say? Wasabi peas. Wasabi peas. Okay. But on the way to the bar. Of, wait, wait. They're kind of too unpleasant. I kind of am more on the candy roll, I think. But this is my story. You're eating the lime flavored Twizzlers on the way to the bar. Sure. You take a bunch of shots. You get crazy, so you're throwing pop rocks in your mouth, and then because you're so drunk at the end of the night when you're walking home, you buy wasabi peas and you just eat them like crazy. That because sounds like the most miserable thing. <laughs> it's the Riddler. Hey, Bruce Wayne broke up with you. Your Bruce tongue Wayne, you're gonna have a bad night. Just be so raw. Just this is what the Riddler tastes like. Horror. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's awfully close to the dine, the all night diner where um, you basically eat Jimmy Jump. <laughs> uh, that's what you walk to on your walk home. You're like these wasabi peas are not doing it. I need to go to the <laughs> you diner. You walk in the King of New York. Yeah, <laughs> they're in the same cafe thing. King of New York. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's the only. So I did say earlier, like I think the villain of this movie is. Bruce and Chase's relationship and yeah. Bruce's issues. Bruce's issues 
come the closest to killing Batman because he like shuts everything down because of his true. issues. Yeah, he's not Batman He's gonna move anywhere. on and yeah. date Chase Meridian. I was like, oh, yeah. Bruce's issues. So that is the villain. Super effective yeah. villain. Except Two Face does shoot him in the head. <laughs> Did, still didn't do as well as the issues, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, the issues literally almost killed him. Is the Riddler hot or not? Very much so. Obviously. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have so consensus. Hot. Yes. What about Edward Nigma? Mm-hmm. He was just a Riddler waiting to be. Yeah. Yeah. Once he, he got that confidence of the Riddler, then it was like, the Nick, world's your oyster. Baby. Once a man was, hurt him, he was ready to grow into the... He, he was the, the gestating pupae. Yeah. Riddler first he, he was yeah. a cocoon. Yeah. Um, he just needed to be hurt by a man. And then confidence so And then he literally turned into a big, colorful butterfly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for coming. Tell hey, us your yeah, name. Tell yeah. us your podcasts again. Uh, yeah. My name is Kayla Knowles. Thank you guys so much for having me. Big fans of the show. Thank you. Uh, you can check me out on the issue at hand, which is about comic books. You can check me out on Talk and Chat, which is a improv variety show. And you can check out a podcast that I am sometimes on called Spoiled Again, uh, in which uh, we watch two films from a micro genre. One being the critically acclaimed one and one being the non-critically acclaimed one. For example, holiday time jump movies? Time loop movies. Yeah. So we did Groundhog's Day uh, and then... Is it like a versus? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Chris... I don't remember what it was called. It was some made for... TV James Oh movie. my god. Mulrat. <laughs> it well it occasion. Seemed, it seemed like a made for TV movie. I don't know if it actually was. Well, yeah. I will do that because I didn't know that you had one podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check out Longball Studios at longballstudios.com for all the other podcasts that we put out as well. I didn't nice. know we had some like famous ni- on our 90210 no you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> or BBB, which is about Buffy versus Jack Bauer. Oh, what? (laughs) Well, it started off about that. I am glad that a Seattle production is getting plugged that also has a bunch of stuff I want to listen to. That's awesome. Thank you, Kaylin. Thank you for for joining us. Sure. Will you be back uh, in the future for maybe a Tilda Swetton affair? That, or I'm going to bring you an animated villain. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's about time. <laughs> 20 episodes of an obscure anime. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, this has been the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast. You can find us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us. You can write a review even. Hey. Um, Do that. We're on most social media. Send us a Creep Corner story like the one that we read um, aloud tonight. You can send it at hotbadpod at gmail.com or through our Tumblr under the same URL, hotbadpod. There's um, a messaging system there where you can actually choose to be anonymous if you prefer. So I just have to say on the library app for your phone, it's like you can enter just some letters and it'll search for a title. And the example is hair pot gob, like Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. So whenever you say... Hot bad pod. Hot bad pad. Hot bad pad. I think of hair pot gob. <laughs> what? Is that like an example or something? Yeah, like, that's, why that's is that... the one example that's below the search window. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're not. I, we're yeah. not Harry Potter. Don't yeah. sue us. <laughs> hair pot gob. Get permission from Dan. <laughs> Say you're stay sexy. Creep it sleazy. 
Creepy yeah. and sleazy. But we're not sleazy, so we're creeps and we're sleazy. We're just encouraging people to be as sleazy as you know you are. We have babes. elegant villains. <laughs> we sleaze. Creep it sleazy. Creep it sleazy. Creep it sleazy. It doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> I got your mind twisted. Unrealistic wave limb draining all your brain strength inflicted crosswords puzzling your doubt questioning your own mental health yeah it's like a maze within itself yeah check the grimy slimy slimy criminal individual ivy searching for the dark night lurking in the shadows of the city Hero with Jiggy, my crime committee, robbing every cop and piggy bang blind. Take a journey through the mind of a red Time felony offender demented brain cemented mixing the blender illusion mass confusion question mark clues what where why